Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for being here today. My name is Jared Makosh-Gerke. I'm WestJet's Director of Government Relations and Regulatory Affairs, and I will act as your MC for this afternoon. I would like to begin with a land acknowledgement. In the spirit of reconciliation, we honor the traditional territory of the Blackfoot Confederacy, which includes the Siksika, Pakani, the Sutina, and Stony Nakoda Nations, as well as the Métis Nation, Region 3, and all people who make their homes in the Treaty 7 region of Southern Alberta. In terms of run of show today, we will have five speakers. We will begin with Alexis von Holmesbrook, CEO of WestJet, followed by uh, Honor Jason Kenny, PC, Premier of Alberta, the Honor Tanya Fur, Minister of Jobs, Economy and Innovation, Mayor Jayoti Gondek from the City of Calgary, and Bob Sartor, the CEO from the City of Cal from Calgary International Airport. Following speaking remarks, we will invite Alexis and the Premier to a table here for a signing ceremony. Following that, we will have a media scrum, which will be followed by a live photo. With no further ado, I'll invite our CEO, Alexis von Holzberg. Thank you very much, and uh, welcome to this, I would say, truly historic day. And let me start with welcoming um, Premier Kenny. Thank you very much for making it here today on one of the very last days of your time in office. Uh, I would like to, to welcome Minister Fair for coming here. Same um, Mayor Gondek, thank you very much for joining us today. I um, would like to welcome uh, the host of today, Bob Sartor, CEO of uh, the Calgary Airport. Thank you very much for making this happen here today in your, uh, in your um, terminal. Uh, but I would also like to, to welcome a few other people that are here but that are not, that are not going to speak. So there's uh, the president of the uh, Calgary Tourism, Cindy Eddy, who is here. Thank you very much for joining. Hi, Cindy. There is uh, the president of the Calgary Economic Development, Brad Perry, that is uh, joining us. Thanks, Brad, for coming here. See you over there. And um, then, of course, I would like to also welcome the chairs of the boards of the YYC Airport and WestJet. So that's uh, Matt Heffernan and Chris Burley. Thanks for coming here as well. I think just listening to who is here shows the importance of this announcement and how broadly this is being supported by the local community, which is something that we highly appreciate. And it's a truly exciting day for us uh, at uh, WestJet, but not only for WestJet. But let's just um, reflect on the fact that we're here in Calgary and this is the, birth, the birthplace of WestJet. So 26 years ago, WestJet started with uh, just three aircraft here in Calgary. And by now, it's, uh, it has grown to Canada's second largest air, airline, operating 170 aircraft across the entire country. And it became, it truly became the home carrier of the West and particularly the home carrier of Alberta. So WestJet is a true homegrown success story of Calgary. And that's a big tribute to the entrepreneurial spirit in Calgary that made this possible, not just this, but also this success story of WestJet. But it's certainly also a tribute to the business-friendly environment in Alberta that has been built up over the last uh, years and the last decade. And this takes me to a personal a tribute of myself to Jason Kenney, uh, who is certainly one of the strongest advocates for making Alberta the best place to do business in Canada. And um, you have been continuously improving and working for policies that are improving the business attractiveness of Alberta. And 
you have been supporting WestJet and the entire aviation industry through the pandemic. There's been no other industry that has been hit so dramatically by the pandemic as airlines, and you have been constantly advocating for the critical criticalness of the air infrastructure to Canada, to this province, but to everyone who wants to do business in Canada and anywhere else, and helping us to navigate through this very, very difficult pandemic uh, over the last three years. And you have been passionately working on this very partnership until one of the very last days of your time in office, which is also highly appreciated and not, not anything that anyone would have done. So thank you very, very much, Premier Kenny, for this great support. So today's announcement is uh, less about WestJet. It's also about WestJet, but it's, um, it's about making Alberta becoming the leading Uh, province for aviation in Canada. And we as WestJet, we are very proud to play a key role in this. It's about driving job growth. It's about marketing Alberta as a tourism destination to the world. And it's about improving the ease to do business in Alberta through improved connectivity. And if you think about it, air connectivity is the only access to a place like Calgary or Alberta or other places as this is so far away from most other geographies. So therefore, air connectivity is mission critical for the economic success of a place like Calgary. And it's about sustainability. Alberta is known for being the capital province of oil and gas, but it shall also be the capital province for sustainable aviation fuel, which is going to decarbonize air travel over the next couple of decades. And we are very happy that this is part of our agreement to grow the homegrown production capabilities for sustainable aviation fuel. So what are we going to do as WestJet as part of this uh, agreement, as part of this partnership? We will designate the Calgary Airport as the only single, only connecting hub within our network. This means this will be the only place where we will intentionally build connecting banks and let people connect from somewhere through Calgary to somewhere else. Now, most people that are not experts to this industry might think that this is irrelevant because these people don't spend money in Alberta. But it is very critical because just by getting all these connecting passengers through this airport, we are able to offer direct routes that we wouldn't be able to offer otherwise. A destination like Rome would never have sufficient passengers to be sustainably operated unless there are sufficient connecting passengers that we collect at other places in Canada to, to put them all on one plane that flies to Rome or to other destinations. So we will put all our 787 Dreamliners into Calgary. Today they are distributed across Vancouver, Calgary, and Toronto, and we will put all of these airplanes into Calgary as of next summer. So this will create a number of new routes into Europe, and potentially also into Asia. And we will grow our overall, overall fleet here in Calgary. And uh, the entire investment equivalent of the airplanes that we are going to put into Calgary, so, so the asset value of the incremental airplanes that we will put into Calgary is worth 7 billion Canadian dollars. 7 billion Canadian dollars, this is a very, very significant investment that we are putting into this province, into this airport. (laughs) 
And this is only possible because we have such a great partnership with the government of Alberta and with the airport of Calgary. So thank you very much for that. So until the end of the decade, we will be doubling our capacity at the Calgary airport. So this is a very significant growth. And by opening new routes into Europe, into within North America, potentially into Asia, we will attract additional businesses into Calgary and grow the visitor economy that is so vitally important for this province. And this shall create a lot of economic benefit to this province. Uh, we estimate that over the, over the rest of the decade, roughly 20 billion of additional economic output will be created and more than 100,000 direct, indirect and induced jobs can be created and will be created through this improved, improved connectivity. And um, the partnership with the, uh, with the Calgary Airport is, of course, absolutely foundational to, uh, for us to make this happen. So thank you, Bob Sator, and your team for your leadership, for what you have built up over the last decades, and most of this predates me, but also for the very, very good collaboration that I personally enjoyed with you over the last couple of months. Thank you very, very much, Bob. And of course, a big thanks to all WestJetters, and some of them are here, for all the work that has been done over the last year and all the difficulties that this team went through and never lost its spirit and never lost its belief that this company is going to emerge from the pandemic and that this industry is going to emerge from the pandemic and that the future will be brighter than the past. So let me conclude. I'm someone who just recently relocated into Calgary, into Alberta. And as someone who has seen quite a few places around this planet, I can truly say this is a great place to work, a great place to travel, and a great place to live. So today, our announcement is around improving the affordability to travel, to improve the sustainability of traveling, to improve infrastructure, and to increase jobs, and to lay out the foundations for aviation to soar across the entire province. Thank you very much for coming here today, and thank you all for making this happen. Well, thank you so much, Alexis. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a blockbuster day for Alberta. This announcement is, will prove to be one of the most important in Alberta's modern economic history. This is a banner day for uh, job creation in Alberta, for the diversification of our economy, for the tourism industry, for passengers who will have uh, more choice and lower prices, for new investment, for global business connectivity, uh, and to make life easier for everyday Albertans. Today's announcement by WestJet is a win, 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 win. This is a huge win for Alberta. Thank you, Alexis, for your enormous confidence in this province. Alexis just arrived here uh, from Europe seven months ago, and we already heard from him that he understands what makes Alberta the envy of the world, which is our entrepreneurial culture, out of which was born this upstart airline that had the, the temerity, the audacity to challenge at that time a duopoly and what would otherwise be a virtual monopoly in Canadian air service. And uh, the nimbleness, the 
innovativeness, the work ethic that has always characterized West Jetters, I have seen as we've negotiated the agreement that's led uh, to today's announcement and the vision behind it. The vision of making Alberta, as Alexis just said, the center of Canada's aviation industry. That kind of audacity was, is what lay behind the creation of this airline all those years ago here in the home of Free Enterprise Alberta and now in the home of Canada's aviation sector, Alberta. I never thought I would say those words, but when this expansion is fully realized, they will be a, a true. Alberta, as Alexis said, you know, we have the Alberta advantage is actually a whole bunch of Alberta advantages. But it's true, we do have a, a couple of disadvantages, one of which is that we're landlocked. I don't know if you noticed. But we're a 12-hour drive away from the next major large population centers of Vancouver and Seattle. And we're basically unreachable for tourists, business people, and uh, apart from logistics moving by, by truck, we absolutely depend on the aviation industry to connect us to the world for regular passenger service, for tourists, and yes, for business connectivity. And yet, we've always struggled. Despite this phenomenal success of, of, of WestJet, uh, we've never, in, in the view of Albertans, been adequately served with the size and dynamism of our economy, an economy that represents 20% of Canada's economy, the fastest growing population in the country yet again. But WestJet sees clearly the potential, the unlimited potential of this province. As now, after years of economic adversity, we are leading Canada in economic growth. We are leading Canada in job growth. More people are working in Alberta today than at any time in our history. 200,000 net new jobs created in the past 18 months with the highest incomes in Canada, the youngest and best educated population, and now, once again, the fastest growing population in Canada. In the last quarter of this year, we achieved the fastest population growth in the history, the 117-year history of Alberta, and we're just beginning. I predict that with the stars aligning for Alberta, not only are we better prepared to get through a potential global stagflationary recession, but we are set to boom and boom for years to come. I estimate with net annual population growth of around 100,000 people a year, the many of whom will be here uh, in Calgary. And so uh, I want to applaud and salute WestJet for this audacious decision. Uh, if we cannot maximize air service out of Calgary we can, and out of Alberta, we cannot maximize our enormous economic potential. And that's why three and a half years ago, shortly after I got the, had the privilege of uh, being sworn in as Alberta's premier, I approached Alexis's uh, predecessor to say, congratulations on WestJet having been taken private. Congratulations on the incoming fleet of uh, Dreamliner widebody aircraft and the international destinations that they will serve. I said, we want every one of those Dreamliners based out of Alberta. It will be a game changer for our economy. We started interesting preliminary discussions in the summer of 2019 along these lines. Now, that was to get the Dreamliners here, but today's decision is far bigger than what I ever envisioned. Today's announcement is a dream come true. Unfortunately, 
WestJet and Alberta's government, we all were interrupted by a small event called COVID. Let me say salute WestJetters and everybody in the aviation industry for your tenacity in getting through that. It was more difficult for you than any other industry. And as Alexis just recalled, Alberta's government stood resolutely behind the women and men of WestJet and the aviation sector who were more damaged by often irrational government federal government restrictions, and we stood uh, alongside you and with you in trying to get other provinces to join us for a more rational, safe travel policy. So we appreciate the tenacity of this airline uh, in getting through all of that, and now emerging, like Alberta, stronger than ever on the other side with this ambitious growth plan that you articulated this summer to refocus on your birthplace, your core market and homeland of Western Canada, but increasingly as well to serve the world. Uh, we, uh, uh, WestJet approached us about a month ago with this concept of designating Calgary as the exclusive global connection hub. And they made it very clear that choice would not automatically be Calgary. That despite our competitive tax rates, our light touch on regulation and all of the other natural advantages that we had some competitive disadvantages and that we needed to make the case for uh, the aviation sector in the province. Now, I will admit back in June of 2020, at the bottom of the COVID trough, the global economic collapse and the energy price catastrophe, Alberta's government in its own act of audacity published our recovery plan. We knew that we had a, a more a bigger hill to climb in economic recovery than perhaps any place in North America. And that was a bold plan to build, diversify, create new jobs. We identified a number of key potential growth sectors, one of which was aviation. And uh, I, I will confess, I will confess, I was a little bit skeptical that we would actually achieve great things in the aviation and aeronautics sector. But we, we saw the advantages, we saw the potential, we identified it, uh, and we've worked hard on it. The announcement last month, the game-changing announcement by de Havilland of the construction of de Havilland Field and their uh, aeronautics campus east of here will be a game-changer. 1,500 high-paying, full-time manufacturing jobs with all sorts of associated businesses that will create a key ecosystem in the aeronautics sector right next door. But today really is a massive and historic game changer for aviation, not just in Alberta, uh, but in Canada. I have to tell you why we had our identified aviation as a key growth sector. We hadn't put a lot of policy around it. We, we're looking for input. What, what did we have to do to re achieve our potential in aviation? And WestJet came to us with the answer a month ago. They gave us a, a menu of policy options that we spent the last month discussing about how to be more competitive from a cost and consumer point of view. And that is the agreement that we will sign in a moment that we just finalized hours ago. This agreement, as Alexis has said, is a massive game changer. WestJet in it 
commits to increasing its annual seat capacity by 80% at Calgary International Airport by 2028, adding 6 million more guests uh, for a total of 15 million passengers, basing the equivalent of 100 aircraft out of this airport, an increase of approximately 40 aircraft from today, providing a single base for all of WestJet's intercontinental wide-body flying with all seven, 787 aircraft, those are the Dreamliners, based here in Calgary, folks. This means wide-body aircraft, international destinations, intercontinental destinations, uh, and more of them uh, that will massively increase business connectivity. We often think of of, uh, sun destinations and tourism with WestJet, but that is a service that will make it easier for uh, business people to come here to invest, to uh, participate in Alberta's growing economy. Commitment to continue to procure and operate efficient aircraft, allowing WestJet to keep offering low fares with a smaller environmental footprint, while building a single global connecting hub at YYC, enabling more new destinations and frequencies in existing markets, supporting a global hub of approximately 100 nonstop WestJet routes, 30% more than now, and launching multiple new long-haul international routes. WestJet in the MOU estimates, based on an independent economic analysis, that these new historic investments will result in more than $20 billion in economic output driven by their growth, more than 100,000 direct, indirect, and induced jobs, and more than $7 billion in direct associated tourism spending. This is fantastic. And as Alexis just said, the, the, the scale of this investment is multiple billions of dollars. That is just how confident the WestJet team is in Alberta's future. In this MOU, the government of Alberta undertakes to do everything we can to create the the best possible policy and cost environment for aviation in Canada that the whole sector should benefit from, not just WestJet, but the entire sector, including uh, we have committed to pursue uh, reductions in aviation fuel taxes to match what we've done for uh, automobile drivers when gas, when ta- oil prices are high. The details will be worked out between WestJet and the Department of Finance, and of course, all of that subject to approval of legislation. But this is a cost-cutting measure for consumers. It means that we already have the lowest aviation fuel taxes. It means they'll be even lower, and those savings will be passed on to Alberta passengers. Second, we commit to working with WestJet on developing policies for a potential connecting passenger grant program. This exists in Europe and elsewhere. It encourages more uh, passengers, for example, to connect here, maybe Americans flying overseas who might stop here for a night or two. We will look seriously at incentives, as they have in many countries around the world, to encourage more stay uh, staycations or stay, brief stays in Calgary as people move on to subsequent destinations. We commit to advocating strongly for cost competitiveness with the federal and other governments, as we've already done. And in fact, just today, Minister Panda is signing a letter to his federal counterpart outlining the ways in which Ottawa can help make this industry more competitive. Uh, We commit 
to assisting WestJet with international tourism marketing through an expansion of Travel Alberta's successful air access program. To date, it's been funded. It's a great innovation led by Travel Alberta. By the way, whose budget? We nearly doubled with a $23 million annual enhancement in the last two fiscal years. And they have innovated a program with which WestJet has benefited from to uh, market in, disc- in, in discrete destinations to come to Alberta. We'll be topping that up to a $10 million fund every year, and we're committing to at least five years in that program. Uh, one of the key issues that WestJet raised with us is a common challenge across Alberta's economy, and that is the availability of skilled labor. That's why we launched the Skills for Jobs agenda at the very beginning of our government, the Alberta at Work initiative, supported by an additional $600 million of investments in Budget 2022. Uh, And it's why we've also launched our hugely successful Alberta is Calling campaign. I don't know if you've heard about it, uh, but you certainly see it if you're traveling in the subways of Toronto or listening to radio in Vancouver. The government of Alberta, in this uh, respect, has committed to uh, fully funding a program, the Aviation Diploma Program at Mount Royal University, with $7 million in capital funding and a $1 million of ongoing operating funding to double the number of of graduates from that program who can then feed into um, commercial aviation pilot programs. We also undertake to maintain and expand bursaries and student loans that we've uh, rolled out for students in in-demand occupations, particularly for aviation, including commercial pilots, aviation mechanics, and technical engineers. And we undertake to work on establishing an advanced commercial aviation training program at one or more of our colleges and universities, a program that will be modeled after successful global examples because we're facing a major global shortage of pilots, and Alberta wants to embrace the opportunity of this investment by becoming a major source of skilled new pilots uh, for WestJet and the entire industry. We also commit, in partnership with WestJet, to create a center of excellence for aviation training, which will include a 737 simulator in order to ensure WestJet pilots are trained in Alberta and accelerate training of pilots to address the skill shortage right now Uh, Their Supermax pilots have to go to Florida and Britain in order to get their training. We want them to get that right here at home. We further commit to $5 million in annual labor market training funding along the lines of the uh, Jobs Now program or the Canada-Alberta Jobs Grant uh, to working with WestJet to identify and prioritize key infrastructure investments to advance the sector Uh, and to work with them on the development of sustainable aviation fuel. Uh, And we commit that Alberta Innovates and Emissions Reduction Alberta will work collaboratively uh, with WestJet on making Alberta a future leader, we hope, in low-emitting sustainable aviation fuel. So this is Alberta's response. I want to thank you for challenging us, Alexis. As I said, we always thought there was huge potential in aviation, we made it a priority sector, and you have, you have forced us to come to the table with a meaningful policy offering uh, to beat our competitors across Canada. I want to, as well, thank the management of YYC uh, for stepping up to the plate as key partners that helped make today's giant announcement possible. And I'll just close before uh, inviting Minister Furr to the podium by reminding everyone that all of this is on top of everything else that's going on in this province with the the lowest 
taxes in Canada, low as business taxes, low as personal taxes, no sales tax, no capital tax, no uh, payroll tax, no health premiums, no land transfer tax. We have gone from an F to an A in the CFIB's red tape report card from 10th most overregulated province in the country to the second least regulated province in the country. We're going to smash the lights out on that this year, right, Minister of Red Tape Production? We have been determined by CFIB to be the freest trading province in Canada with the least restrictions on the movement of good, goods and services and skilled labor. Uh, we, as I said, youngest population, best educated in STEM disciplines, unprecedented diversification, and here in this city recently, uh, again, uh, was voted the most livable city in North America by The Economist a tech sector that is booming, manufacturing that is taking off. And now we can add to the list uh, the fastest growing aviation sector in North America. And with this announcement and these historic investments, Calgary, Alberta, will be by far the best served aviation market for passengers of any city in North America with a population of less than 2 million. So once again, Alberta leading Thanks to WestJet's enormous confidence to all the WestJetters. Thank you so much for what you're doing for Alberta, and we look forward in the years to come to being essential partners with you. Thank you, Premier. Good afternoon, everyone. It is such an honour to be here today for this announcement. As a Minister of Jobs, Economy and Innovation, I have the privilege of being able to champion great news. This has already been said, but bears repeating. This is a monumental day for Calgary and for Alberta. Diversification in Alberta is happening at rates I have not seen in my lifetime. In just the past two weeks, I've had the opportunity to be a part of announcements covering at least five different economic sectors technology and innovation, life sciences, manufacturing, aviation and aerospace, and tourism. This is the strength of Alberta's economy today. This is clear evidence of the incredible economic momentum we are seeing. This is the future of Alberta. This is your future. It is our future. It is only a few days since the federal travel mandates were lifted and immediately there was a strong uptick in demand. Albertans are joined by Canadians and those around the world wanting to travel and expand their horizons again after the last couple of years. Our tourism industry is already seeing some much-needed recovery, and that demand will only increase. Today's announcement is an important boost for the businesses and operators working throughout Alberta's visitor economy. More flights, more international destinations, more jobs for hard-working Albertans. Yes, this is a boost. It is also very much a win. Year-to-date, Calgary International Airport has seen a more than 200% increase in air passengers compared to last year. As our tourism sector continues to recover and grow, we will look forward to welcoming even more people from around the world right here. Tourism is a huge contributor to our economy and is a key pillar in our recovery plan. There is so much to experience in Alberta, and thanks to this new partnership, it will be much easier to explore everything we have to offer. I am excited to watch how this partnership will help continue to grow our tourism industry. 
I am excited to see how today's news will help to further diversify our economy. I look forward to discovering all the ways that this announcement will spin off into other announcements, further investment attraction, and benefits for Albertans. I want to congratulate everyone involved. Thank you, WestJet. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you, Premier Jason Kenney. It is so great to be here, and I want to celebrate with you today. And now I welcome Mayor Doity Gondek. Hello, everyone. Thanks very much for having me today. It's a pleasure to be here with you. On behalf of my council colleagues and on behalf of the team at Calgary Economic Development, represented by CEO Brad Perry, I cannot overstate the significance of today's announcement. Airports are magnets for the city's tourism and business sectors. They play a major role in attracting trade, and they could make or break a city's economic engine. WestJet's $9 billion investment in our city to make Calgary its exclusive global hub is an absolute game changer for Calgarians, for tourists, and for current and future WestJet employees. It means new jobs, diverse types of jobs. It means a boost to our tourism industry. It means more opportunities and greater access for Calgarians who travel both for work and for pleasure. Today's announcement is reflective of the economic groundswell that Calgary has been experiencing. The message is getting out that Calgary is a city that is affordable and has an amazing quality of life that is unmatched anywhere else in Canada. We did not win third most livable city in the world by accident. It's incredibly intentional. The true story of Calgary is now finally being told. The message is getting through to employers that Calgary is an inclusive and welcoming community that offers businesses strong talent, and it offers their employees great opportunities, not in spite of who they are, but because of who they are. Calgary has the infrastructure. We have a low cost of doing business, and this creates a distinct competitive advantage for companies who locate here. Our city is a great place for businesses to invest and for families to lay down roots and establish their lives here. For all of these reasons, more and more businesses like WestJet are capitalizing on the potential that Calgary has to offer. Let me take a moment to recognize our provincial government as well. Thank you, Premier Kenny. Thank you, Minister Furr, for your relentless backing and commitment, not only for the aviation sector, but for our local economy. It is much appreciated. This announcement is a very big one for our city. I look forward to the continued success of WestJet and its folks that work for them. I'd like to thank everyone involved in making Calgary WestJet's global home. Alexis, thank you for having faith in our city. And I would now like to introduce you to Bob Sartor. He's the CEO of the Calgary Airport Authority. Bob. Good afternoon, everyone. If there's something I learned in a, a lengthy career is when you're the last speaker, everyone has said what's on your notes. So I'm not going to look at my notes. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about opportunity. Opportunity presents itself. But often, businesses that have not thought about the future have not prepared for that opportunity. During the pandemic, we set in motion a plan to become the lowest cost, 
for in-plane passenger of the large airports in Canada. In other words, on day-in, day-out expenses, we would be lower than everybody else. We thought this would be beneficial to air carriers doing business here, and especially our hub carrier. We also thought that we needed to be more flexible with our connections. We already had a great connecting platform, but it could be made better. And we spent time doing that as well, so that when this opportunity presented itself, we had the capacity to seize it for our city, for our province. So we're pretty excited about that. Now, none of that could have been done without our mighty but small team of Chris, Rob, and Carmel. Phenomenal job, guys. So part of our job as an airport is to enable airlines to succeed. And clearly, the partnership we have with WestJet is definitely not a transactional one. It's a strategic one. And we have focused very hard to make sure that all of the people who work at Calgary Airport, our team, our YYC crew, understand that we are there to serve those customers, and especially our hub carrier. Now, clearly, none of this could have come together unless all of the planets and, and, or the stars aligned. It took a carrier with courage and confidence. It took an airport that was ready to seize an opportunity. And it took levels of government that understood how important aviation is to our province and, frankly, to our country. And, and we're hopeful that that kind of thought process really infuses other levels of government because it's important. As was pointed out before, we're a hard place to get to by car. So with that, I want to thank Alexis and his team. I want to thank the provincial government and the municipal government. Thank you very much for helping align these stars. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our formal speaking remarks for today. At this point, I'd like to invite Alexis and the Premier to the table to sign the MOU, after which we will move into a press come. Thank you very much.
right. Thank All right. You. Questions? All right, with that, we'll move into our media Q&A. We have a media mic there for those of you who are here in person. I don't see anyone lined up right now, so we'll go to the phones. Operator, can you put through the first caller? The first question is from Chris Barco, Calgary Herald. Please go ahead. Hi, I have two questions. The first question is for the Premier. Premier, how much direct spending is the province committing to with this multiple announcement that you've announced today here? And is this a commitment that the next premier is going to have to live up to? First of all, uh, I think I, I want to correct myself. I got it carried away uh, and said that Alberta was determined by The Economist to be the most livable city in the world. I should have said merely in the Western Hemisphere and third most livable in the world. Thanks for correcting me, Mayor. Um, but we're not going to stop until we're the most livable in the world, right? Uh, secondly, I... Um, also wanted to point out the presence here of Alberta's finance minister, Jason Nixon. We would, have not, we would not have gotten this across the line, especially in the last 24 hours, without Minister Nixon's enthusiastic support. Uh, but I also want to thank uh, my Deputy Minister, Ray Gilmore, for having helped to uh, lead much of the hard work and negotiations. Um, of course, Minister Furr, many public servants, uh, my Chief of Staff, uh, Pam Livingston, also... Uh, uh, Tanya's chief of staff, uh, Jonah Moseson, who interrupted Yom Kippur observances to be working on this last night at midnight. It's to everybody on the government of Alberta side who has contributed to this. Thank you so much. Uh, so, Chris, uh, what we have, there are kind of two uh, buckets of undertakings by Alberta's government in the MOU, which is publicly available. Let's make sure that we get that out to, to media. Uh, the one bucket are some immediate measures uh, where we've already taken actions that have been approved by a Treasury Board earlier today, and then the second bucket are mid to longer term uh, uh, initiatives that we will cooperate with WestJet on. In terms of the immediate measures, uh, we are committing to $10 million a year uh, through the um, Alberta, Travel Alberta uh, Air Access Program, uh, and for that to go for this year and four subsequent fiscal years. And I very much expect that if it's successful, the future Alberta government will continue. It's already been funded at a $6.5 million per year level. So we're basically adding $3.5 million this year and then uh, 10 and then of uh, $40 million over the subsequent four years. Uh, we're also uh, committing right here immediately and have approved uh, $5 million of labor market training funds for a joint training program with WestJet. Um, and we're committing to that uh, over uh, a three-year term uh, with existing programs updated as required. So there will have to be some program design changes. And then thirdly, we, in terms of immediate funding that we've approved today, we'll be funding uh, an ex a doubling of the Mount Royal University Aviation Diploma Program. That will represent a $7 million capital investment to expand their hangar and on average about a million dollars in operating costs. So it depends on how you count it, but one way of counting it would be about a, a $16 million uh, annual direct uh, commitment. Although I underscore that uh, those are not all hardwired for WestJet, uh, that um, other airlines that are Alberta-based uh, can compete uh, for access to the air access program. And indeed, uh, other airlines have accessed that in the past. Uh, that um, the uh, 
Uh, of course, uh, graduates from the Mount Royal University can go and, and work for anybody, but it expands the, pool, the labor market pool. In terms of other uh, costs, well, we estimate that if we uh, replicate the design of the provincial fuel tax relief and do that, apply that to aviation fuel tax, we estimate there would be about a, a $10 million annual savings for Alberta uh, air passengers, and uh, WestJet will be able to figure out how much of that might go to them. But again, that would be not company-specific. It's industry-wide. Um, and then there are some longer-term uh, training and education investments that are uh, committed to here, but we don't have specific numbers yet. We're going to go to our post-secondary institutions and see which of them would like to be partners with us, with WestJet, uh, and perhaps other airlines in developing a world-class commercial aviation training program but one thing we are committing to here is to ensure that a 737 uh, simulator is part of that. Now, that would be about a $25 million capital investment, uh, we estimate. Uh, but that would, you know, not, that, that would be a year or two down the line, I suspect, by the time that such a program is up and running. Um, and uh, uh, I anticipate a provincial government, if it wants to realize the potential of today's agreement and the future of the aviation sector while addressing these labor market shortages, will fund uh, that capital investment in a 737 simulator. And do you have a follow-up, Chris? Yeah, this is a question for Alexis. Alexis, you talked about the indirect jobs, but can you be specific? How many direct jobs and direct investment are you committing to with this MOU and secondly, did you look at other communities and other airports uh, for this investment? Because the premier seemed to indicate that the choice was not automatic. Yeah, so the the um, asset value of the incremental airplanes that we're going to base here in Calgary will be, at least on the list price level, roughly $7 billion. So this is a multi-billion asset investment that we put uh, into, into, this, uh, into this region uh, or into this uh, airport. And uh, you can usually assume that each incremental aircraft will support a few hundred incremental jobs. And these jobs are not all with WestJet. So some are pilots and flight attendants and, uh, and then uh, airport staff of WestJet, but of course also from our suppliers from, uh, from uh, at the airport, ground handlers, uh, security staff, border officers, and then even down the line, catering and so on. So there's a, a, a huge e ecosystem of jobs that, uh, that, is, that are being uh, supported by aviation. And where uh, additional planes come in, this ecosystem is growing. So this is uh, actually um, very substantial. Yes, and indeed, we did, we did uh, look at other communities, and we are looking at other communities. And just to, uh, to avoid any misunderstanding, it's not that all our growth and all our capacity is going into Calgary. So we, we will be growing Calgary as our single connecting hub where we will also put all our 787 wide-body aircraft. But we also have a lot of capacity all over the country. And uh, we, as you probably know, we uh, just announced a, a quite substantial order with Boeing for uh, f 42 additional 737-10 MAX aircraft, which is a really big order, and 22 options. And some of them will go into Calgary, but there's also some room for th some other communities in both the western uh, part of Canada, but also into leisure demand all across Canada that we will be supporting uh, with this capacity. As you may also know, we are in a, in a transaction to acquire Sunwing, 
which is going to support our leisure footprint all across Canada. And uh, once this has been approved, uh, there will also be some growth going into this uh, segment of the market. So this is not, not exclusive, but this will be, Calgary will be the heart of the operation of WestJet. And this is where the largest absolute amount of growth will go into. Thank you. Operator, could you please put through our next caller? The next question is from Kevin Nimick, CTP Calgary. Please go ahead. Hi, Premier. Your successor will be elected tomorrow, as you know. Are you confident the voting process designed by your party will fairly and accurately award the leadership? Yes, but I, I answered off-topic questions earlier this morning. I'm here to talk about one of the most important days in Alberta's uh, economic history. And uh, I... I not a participant in the leadership campaign. I am a participant still in making sure Alberta's economy grows durably for the future. That's what today is about. Kevin, do you have an on-topic follow-up? I sure do, and it's also off-topic. The party says about 3% of votes have been voided, and those voters will need to vote in person. Do you think there are enough in-person voting stations? I have absolutely no view. I, don't, I frankly haven't followed any of that. I have no knowledge. Talk, talk to somebody who, who does. Thank you, everyone. Operator, could you please put through our next caller? There are no more questions in queue at this time. All right. Thank you. That, that question is what you call missing the lead in journalism, I think. Uh, thank you very much, Bob, for hosting us here. Uh, Alexis, uh, thank you so much once again to you and your whole team for your confidence.